Welcome to Behind the Boss Lady podcast, a sacred space where each week I share with you a look into what it really takes to run a soul-led business in today's modern world by giving you a look behind the boss lady with solo cast from me and interviews from guest experts. We share a whole lot of wisdom, strength, a little woo, and lots of love as we go all in on business coaching and personal mastery helping you develop the highest version of yourself and step into your power to let your light shine. There is nothing that is too much. There is no truth too real. And there is never a topic that we won't touch when teaching you how to stay in alignment when things get messy. I'm Shelby, your host, solopreneur and CEO of the Boss Lady Agency, a business coaching company dedicated to helping women just like you answer their soul's calling. You have the power within you to transform your mind, body, soul, and business to create the life of your dreams. Now let's dive in. Hey boss lady, it's Shelby and today is episode number one. Now I've recorded this a couple times. And I'll be honest, it's been difficult. Um, A lot has happened. A lot has changed ever since the first announcement of Behind the Boss Lady. And the version that I had recorded before just didn't feel right. So I am back today to record again, to talk with you, to share with you, to be present And to just go all in so that you know who I am, what I do, why I'm here, and how I can truly help you. So I want to start with just a little bit about me, um, my background, where I came from, how I got here, and just some of the things that I've been dealing with and experiencing in life that have maybe taken me back a couple steps, but also progressed me forward. So let's just get started. Let's have fun. Let's get to know each other. Um, Where does my story begin? I mean, where do I even start? While I'm sitting here staring at a screen, talking to myself. (laughs) Well, um, I grew up in beautiful, sunny California, and I have the most incredible parents that I think anybody could ever have. I appreciate them and look up to them so much for everything that they've gone through um, separately, together, as a family, what they have done and accomplished with all of their children, the sacrifices that they've made, the hardships that they've endured, and just everything about them. They are one-of-a-kind human beings, and they are why I am who I am. I mean, literally, in every single way, right? (laughs) I came from them. I am their genes. So, If we start back to just childhood, I mean, I remember just having such a fun, loving upbringing, 
filled with just so much uh, happiness and excitement and just always being able to express myself in ways that I wanted. Uh, my mom will always tell a story of when I was younger and she had to tell people to stop buying clothes for me because it got to this point where I was just very picky. If we'd go to the store to go clothes shopping, it didn't matter if something was cute, it would catch my eye, but I would then walk over to it and feel the fabric. And if the fabric wasn't something that I liked, it didn't matter how cute it was or how cute somebody tried to tell me it was, I wasn't gonna like it and I was never gonna wear it. Um, she always talks about how she would put me in outfits and I wouldn't like them. And the moment she would leave the room, I would have it off and wanting something else put on. So it got to this point where she has told people, don't buy her anything. It's pointless because, you know, she has a mind of her own and she doesn't want to wear anything that she doesn't decide for herself. So starting from a young age, I was very opinionated and very um, stuck in my own ways, I guess you could say, or not stuck, but very validated in my own ways of just what I wanted and who I wanted to be. And that carried on through my life. Um, I remember just growing up and being so inspired by my parents. Obviously, every family has trials and tribulations, and there's things that happen and occur that, you know, cause cause just moments of just unrest and that just comes the territory of family you have so many personalities together and just so much going on that's just normal and typical but I've always looked up to my parents and just their way of being um just watching my dad work at the same job for I mean almost 40 years now and just day in and day out him going to work and uh, growing in the company and being somebody that those in the company look up to and really appreciate and strive to be like because he is so just he is a gentle soul with with a how do you even explain it a very gentle soul but he will say things that kind of hit you hard and you're like damn Maybe I'm doing things wrong. Maybe I shouldn't be doing it that way. And so I know that the people that he works with feel that impact as well. And that's why, you know, he's looked up to the way that he is. Because there is nothing that I disliked more than hearing my dad say, I am disappointed by the choice you made. I'm disappointed with the way that you're, you know, doing something or handling something. And so I can only imagine the way that he handles himself at work is much in the same way of just being that very strong father figure of being very loving and supportive, but also saying the things that are going to really impact you. And my mom, I watched her have her own decorative painting business. Anytime I say that, people are like, huh? What do you mean decorative painting business? And it was something that was just so unique. She called it faux finishing. Not called it. I mean, that is what it is called. And 
I'll always remember just watching her learn new techniques, like go to classes and learn how to do new things and then build her client portfolio and do all these different jobs and create all these amazing like murals and just paintings. And you'd see this flat surface and she'd create it into something so amazing. And I never understood how she did it because that just wasn't something that I unfortunately took from her. But it was always so inspiring because she could create something literally out of nothing on a flat surface. And not only that, but she was so dedicated to growing this business. Uh, She went to this thing called Leeds Club every single Thursday morning. And she'd have to get up at like five in the morning to be there. And I remember her always getting all dressed up and dolled up because you'd go dressed to the nines because you're there to get leads. You're there to network. You're there to, you know, have your coffee and your breakfast with these other entrepreneurs and to say a little something about your business so that you can then get referrals from these people. And that's really how she grew her business. She grew her business by getting out there and just talking to people. And that amazed me because that's scary. That's something that so many people don't want to do. I mean, even now I like have these moments where I'm like, eh, I don't know if I should talk about my business. I don't know how to bring it up. But she was always bringing it up and always talking about it to people. And so I thought that that was something that was so amazing and commendable for just how she grew. And I took that away with me because when you're growing up and you see your parents you know, working jobs and staying so committed and starting businesses and growing businesses from the ground up with like no help. It's an inspiration and it really makes you want to do more and be more in life. And so I can really give it to my parents for me becoming who I am and having the motivation and the dedication and the self-discipline to grow things and start things and be fully in it and present because it can be easy to stray away. So throughout this time of growing up and you know watching my parents and how they ran their life, but also dealing with tragedies and family and things that I will 100% go into on this podcast as they come up because I think that really diving into the nitty gritty of things that happen in our lives that um, put us in this place of who we are, they define us and they characterize us. And so I 100% want to go into it all. I'm not going to go into every story and every detail today. I just kind of want to give you the brief, hey, this is me and this is, you know, my life up to this point. But um, they are an inspiration, like I've said many times already. And just growing up um, in high school is a very kind of trivial moment for me. So it was my sophomore year of high school. And all of a sudden, I became extremely sick to the point of, having blackouts. I was having migraines every day. Um, I was in severe pain. Like my body just ached and throbbed. And every day became a struggle. Every day was so hard. I couldn't function. I had 
the foggiest brain and mind. I couldn't remember anything. It was just horrible. And it got to the point where I just, I literally, I legitimately couldn't function. Like there was no way about it. And it sucks when you are in high school, when you're at this point in your life where you're supposed to be finding yourself and you're supposed to be living it up and having fun with your friends, I was having to choose between pushing myself to my limits or just allowing myself to lay in bed and rest. And there would be times where I'd be stuck in bed for weeks at a time in so much excruciating pain that there was nothing more that I could do. And it got to the point where I was just missing too much school because I was constantly in different doctor's appointments, seeing all sorts of specialists. I was in and out of the emergency room. And so my grades took a beating, my school life took a beating, my friendships took a beating, and everything kind of just fell apart. And I spent my junior and senior year doing homeschooling. And that really sucked because you don't want to be sick. You don't want to be stuck in bed. You don't want to have to miss out on a snowboarding trip with your friends because you have to decide if the pain after you're done snowboarding is worth it or if you rather just rest and relax for the weekend instead of going out and having fun with them. And... It was hard. So it was about two and a half years of non-stop doctor's appointments, emergency room visits, um, just everything that I finally found a doctor who diagnosed me with fibromyalgia. And this was right around the time when it was really starting to become prevalent and something that a lot of people were getting or being diagnosed with. And a lot of doctors said that, oh, it's just in these people's heads. Nothing's really wrong with them. It's all psychological. And so what they would try to do was prescribe pain pills and antidepressants. Now, I'm not somebody that believes in necessarily taking medication for pretty much anything unless it's something that I can't find a natural way to heal myself. And so I said no to all this. And I instead chose myself and I decided to do everything in my power to try and heal my body. And I did. And it took time, but it was worth it. You know, I changed my diet. I started doing yoga so that I had some sort of movement and just like relaxation therapy for my body to ease my nerves and to calm the stress. And about, I would say, maybe six years ago was when it finally all kind of like turned the corner of me actually finally feeling like a normal human being again. And it was the greatest thing ever. Um, I spent six months just completely resetting my body, starting from literally like taking it back to the ancestry days of eating only meats, nuts, and vegetables. And everything changed for me.
you know, I cleared out all of the junk that was in my gut that was causing a lot of issues. I rewired my just brain cells and rewired the circuits within my body that really helped me to finally function how it was supposed to be functioning. And I finally felt like myself again. And it was amazing. But in amongst all of that and amongst being sick um, after high school, I went to FITM, the fashion design for uh, the... I went to FITM. <laughs> I don't know why. I just got myself confused on that. Because I was going to say, I majored in fashion design and visual communications. And it was quite the experience. Why do I say that? Because I am not like most of the people that went to school. I am not the super, super artsy type, and I am not the super Lauren Conrad fashion-y, um, get super dressed up every day type. So I was in the middle of these two big groups of people that went to this school, and I was kind of by myself. I met a really good friend there that I still talk to, and we've done other things outside of school as far as like business projects and things together, which is super exciting that like that came from going to school. But my point of talking about it in this way is that obviously going to fashion school didn't lead me to where I am today, but it did teach me a lot because it is how and why I started my very first business, which was a clothing line. Um, it was called Avalyn James, and it was men and women's clothing, and it was started with my ex-husband, and we had our own, like, graphic t-shirts. We did a lot of wholesale things. We were constantly hosting runway shows and pop-up shops and doing all the things and growing and expanding our business. Uh, I remember when I first started getting international orders, and I literally spent forever picking my jaw up off the floor because I didn't know anything about business. I just decided one day, hey, I went to fashion school. I know how to do this. I know where to find products. I know how to create product. So I'm going to figure everything else out. And that's just what I did. I built the very first website. I got on social media. I started networking. I got in touch with all of these uh, other designers and all of these other people who ran events and always would ask me to be a part of it. I styled photo shoots and I let photographers use our clothes so that I could get exposure. And there was just all of this in amongst everything that just really helped expand the brand. And so it grew and it was so much fun until it just wasn't anymore. You know, it got to the point where I was tired. I was still suffering from my illnesses and I was still, you know, dealing with all of the fatigue and the migraines and everything like that, all while building a six figure business. But I lost the passion for it when I realized that. I didn't want to be in the fashion world forever. I didn't want to be partying at 
24, 25 out at all of these events and at the bars. And that just wasn't the scene for me. You know, I was really focused on just getting my life together. And um, we had bought a house and it was, you know, talking about kids and all of this stuff. And so it was just, okay, you know, it's time for this to be a thing of the past. And this isn't, this isn't my journey anymore. This isn't what I meant to do. And so I shut that business down and I learned a whole hell of a lot from it because of just everything that I did and everything that I created and all that came to be out of literally this idea of, hey, I went to fashion school, why the hell not start a fashion company? And it, it was incredible. And so along the way of the journey, I did some other jobs in the fashion world as far as starting companies with other angel investors and um, working with companies on just project design and uh, getting merchandise created. And again, it always came back to, I know how to build, start and run a business, but this isn't what I want to do. I don't want to be in the fashion world. So I took a big step back from that. And the next thing I did was host some events. And that was fun. I started doing event planning and I did vendor events. And it was networking with all of these people that led me to this realization that I am a great leader. And that is where my expertise lies. I can lead people in the right direction. I can teach people the things that they need to know to take something from an idea and make it into a reality. So during this time of figuring out myself, of being married, of buying a house, of having a business and letting that business go, and just really actually realizing that even amongst all of this that was going so well, I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy in my relationship. It was toxic. It was unhealthy. There wasn't any lust or passion. It was just constantly trying to figure out, you know, what's the next thing that's going to make us happy. Um, and it always fell into some sort of business thing. So we did well working together, but we didn't do well uh, chemistry wise together. And um, as I'm going through all these thoughts, and I'm really starting to feel all these things, we started another business together. It was a direct sales business. And again, it grew and it was a six-figure business and it was amazing. And it did so well. We built a team of people and it was doing absolutely amazing. Literally like top sellers and just top of the business. And there came a day when I was just looking on life and realizing and asking myself, what the hell am I doing? Like, okay, I've started businesses that have grown. I am living a life that people want to live. You know, I'm 20, how old was I at the time? I was 25. I'm 25 years old. I have an amazing business. Okay, I'm married and people think that everything is great and fantastic. I own a house at 25 years old. Like I just all of these things that people on the outside would look at and be like, wow, 
Like you are really living life. Like you're traveling around the world. You have a great set of friends. Like you are doing it. But that wasn't reality. I wasn't actually doing anything but sitting in my own sorrows and being upset because I wasn't living the life that I wanted to live. And there was this moment where I just remember sitting in the bathroom and asking the universe for a sign. And I asked the universe for a sign for months. And one day that sign came and it hit me like a pile of bricks and tripped me up and it led to divorce. And it all happened so quick from the conversation happening to me leaving the house the very next day with all five of my fur babies and never looking back on that relationship, letting that business be left to him and selling the house and starting life over. I literally moved myself, my stuff, and my five fur babies back into my parents' house where for the first couple, not months, the first few weeks, I'd say, I slept on the couch because the guest room wasn't set up as a guest room. It was and had transitioned into just being like a storage room. And so, yeah, it took time for me to finally have a space back in my parents' house. I mean, they would never, ever in a million years expect me to say or call and be like, hey, I'm getting a divorce. I'm moving back in. Is that okay? But that's exactly what happened. You see, for five years, I allowed myself to be stuck and to feel trapped in a relationship that I knew that I didn't want to be in, but I stayed in out of fear. I stayed in because I kept telling myself that things were going to get better. Like I'm starting these businesses and I'm doing great and everything is awesome on the outside and yada, yada, yada. So my marriage is going to turn around and I'm going to love this and I'm going to be happy. But that was just bullshit. That wasn't true. That was me making up stories in my head to make myself feel better. When in reality, everything that I had pushed myself through, it was all from a place of just fear, a place of not wanting to be divorced at a young age, of not wanting to tell my parents that, hey, yeah, you were right. I got married too young into the wrong person, of being afraid of the shame from people that would judge me or look down on me for making such a choice and for getting a divorce. And I have to say that making that choice and walking away and saying, screw all of the haters, I don't care what anybody says, was the best choice of my life. Because I finally found myself. I was finally strong enough and confident enough that I was able to break past every self-limiting belief that I had ever instilled in myself. Everything that had piled up for those 25 years of my life, I was able to break free from 
all because I finally, for the first time in my life, chose myself. Instead of thinking about anybody else, instead of thinking of anybody's questions or wonders or anything, I chose myself and it felt good. And because of that, it led me to this path of where I am today, which is why the universe is something that I solely and truly believe in. Because had I have not been asking for a sign, if I had not been sitting there waiting for exactly what I needed to hear, I would probably still be stuck where I was three years ago all because of fear, all because of self-limiting beliefs, but I'm not, and I'm thankful, and I'm grateful, and I would live every moment I've ever lived all over again to be able to be where I am now and to be as strong and confident as I am, because that very moment allowed me to get through everything that I have now endured for the past two years. So it was the beginning of 2017 when I got divorced and started life over and I had no business. I had no job. So I had no income coming in. I was living in my parents' house with my four dogs and cat and wondering what the hell I was going to do with myself. And so I said, what am I good at? What can I do? Well, let's see. I've started multiple businesses and I have started them from nothing and have grown them by way of social media. And so why the hell not focus in on social media? Things are changing. Things are happening right now. Like, let me get in while this is happening. And so that's what I did. I started doing social media management for different companies And during this time, I met an amazing man named Ernie. Now, we actually went to high school together. And funny story, I had the biggest crush on him in high school. And we were always flirting and texting. And we had one class together. So, and we sat across from one another. And so, it was always like those flirty, googly eyes. And, um... I didn't know necessarily that he liked me back. At least that's what he said he did, but I don't know. But there was one day in high school, we'd always pass each other in the hallway, and there was one day where I stopped him, and I just said, kiss me. And I forced him to kiss me. And it was so awkward, literally so awkward. Like, it was just a kiss, and then we both walked away from each other. And then the very next day, he was walking down the hallway holding this other girl's hand. And that was his girlfriend for practically like the rest of high school. And it crushed me. So it's like, what? Like, I really thought that, you know, this whole flirting thing, blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. So anyways, we reconnected after my whole finding myself and um, getting divorced and all this stuff, we reconnected super randomly through Facebook. He added me as a friend randomly one day, and then he messaged me and reached out like, hey, I saw what you're going through. Like, sorry, you're going through a divorce. 
um, you know, if you need to talk to anybody, I'm here, blah, 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 blah. Well, we just started talking, having random conversations, and just really learning about each other and realizing that life truly does happen for a reason. Um, we were both very open to expressing ourselves and being honest about everything that we've experienced in life. And that was something that really like united us and clicked us together immediately because there was this just truth and communication aspect to it. And so long story short, we end up dating and we end up getting engaged and in Jan not January, in December of 2017, as I'm still doing this social media work and, you know, he's always pumping me up and like, you are so amazing. I don't know how you do this. I don't know how you know all these things. I don't know how you're helping these businesses grow. Um, it was, I believe it was on the 21st of December. My parents' anniversary is on the 17th. And they've always done their anniversary as a family day. So everybody gets presents. And it was just something that they've created as a family tradition ever since all of us kids were little. And so my mom had got me a robe. And on the back, she had um, embossed on it, Boss Lady. Because I always called myself Boss Lady. When I started my clothing company and I was running my direct sales business, I always said, you know, I'm the boss lady. Like, I got this. I can do this. I'm the boss. And so she had this robe made for me. And I remember coming back to our house after we had got all of our gifts and I was talking to him and I was like, you know, what? I just want to do more. Like this social media work is great. But it's not fulfilling. It's not mine. I know that I can offer more to the world. And I know that I can help people grow more in such a bigger way than just helping manage their social media. And so he was just like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I'm a great leader. I know how to build, start, run businesses. I know how to grow a business from the ground floor up. And so he said, okay, so why don't you help people do that? And I was like, uh, well, how do I do that? And he said, I'm sure you can figure it out, right? Like you're the boss lady. And I just kind of sat there looking at him like, oh, all right. And then I said, well, if I do business coaching, because I know that I could do it, and I know that I can help people grow, then what the hell would I call it? I mean, that's so tough. How, like, I don't want to just say Shelby, or my last name at the time was St. Clair, Shelby St. Clair Coaching. Um, what, what would I call it? He was like, why wouldn't you call it Boss Lady? He said, if you call yourself Boss Lady, you literally just got a robe with boss lady on it like is this not a sign from the universe Shelby that your business that you need to start has to revolve around something boss lady and I was just like oh my gosh you're right and that is how boss lady agency got its name from there I literally just like jumped on the computer I started building a website I 
got the URL, I took the name, like I just dove right in and I started creating the Boss Lady Agency from the ground up. And he was my biggest supporter. He would read over everything. He would let me know his thoughts. He would take all of the pictures for me. He, for a moment, was running my Instagram and really helping me with all of that stuff. And in just a year and a half, so much growth has happened within my business. I remember getting my very first client and being like, holy shit, like, is this real? What am I supposed to do? How am I going to teach her? And he was just like, be you. Like, teach what you know, share what you know, coach her. And that's all I did. And that's all that I do. You see, I take women from where they are and I give them the confidence to step into their power, to let their light shine. I help women dive deep into learning who they are and why they do the things the way that they do. Now, there's so much more to our businesses. We can have an idea. We can have the foundation. We can have the processes and the systems in place. But what happens when we ourselves are so unaligned with our true being that our business can't thrive? You see, we are our business. Energetically, we are our business. So everything that we are, our business will be. So if we are unaligned, our business is unaligned. If we are crabby, our business is going to feel crabby. If we don't believe, our business is not going to believe. So when I started this and I began working with people, I went deep and I still go deep. The inner workings of everything at the Boss Lady Agency starts with the client. It starts with the woman herself of diving deep into who she is and finding herself because that is how I have become who I am today because I finally allowed myself to break through those self-limiting beliefs. That is why I am able to run this business. And because I had the support and the person that I needed that came into my life at the most amazing and perfect of time to help me expand, to shine my light onto this world, I had a believer in my husband. And he is the reason that this business is here today. He is the reason that I am able to help the people that I am able to help every single day. And I cherish that. Now we're in September of 2019. And in July of this year, I lost my husband. And to say that the past few months have been easy would be a lie because they haven't. You see, I lost the person that truly led me to finding myself. Prior to him walking into my life, yes, I had broke free. That's when I broke past those self-limiting beliefs and I was finally me. I chose me, but he was the one that truly opened me up and showed me this way of being where I can confidently sit here and say 
that I am powerful and I can do anything that I set my mind to and I can help anybody build the business of their dreams. It is and was because of him. Now losing him has been one of the hardest things I've ever had to experience. But what I will say is that for every day that he is gone, I am stronger and I am more empowered in making this business everything that he believed that I could. I am 10 days away from my guesstimated due date with our first daughter. I have so much to live for. I have so much to be excited for and my path is only just beginning. He was a massive piece of everything that I am and everything that will be, but the boss lady agency is here to stay. You see, I told you all these stories and I expressed my life and I shared all these different things because what I want you to know is that wherever you are today and whatever you are experiencing, whatever you have felt, whatever hardships you have been dealt, just know that there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. There is always a bigger picture it doesn't matter how small things may feel. It doesn't matter how stuck you may feel. If you are willing to ask for the signs, if you are willing to find the positive in every difficult situation, you will make it. You see, we're all put on this planet for a specific reason. Our path is defined when we are conceived Life happens. It takes us by surprise. We go through trials. We go through tribulations. We go through hardships. But each of these things are meant to make us stronger. But we as humans naturally fall back. And we go into this space of feeling like we are powerless. Like we can't deal with what life is dealing to us. When in reality, we need to push past these things and we need to get stronger and we need to get braver and we need to step into our badass boss lady shoes and say, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do because we can and we will. It is all possible and it is all within us if we just believe. So that's my story for you today, boss lady. Just believe. Look back at your life and block all of the hardships out right now. They built you and they are pieces of you that allowed you to be who you are meant to be, but they do not define you. They do not need to keep you stuck. Break past them. Let them go. Find the positive in every situation and find the light because finding that light is going to bring you to answering your own calling. And that's what I'm here to help you to do. So if you're looking 
for help, if you're looking for inspiration, if you have been looking for that sign, that sign of if you should start the business that is on your mind, this is it. This is it. This is the universe calling to you and telling you to grab that by the hands and to run with it, to start that business, to go, to fall in deep, to believe in yourself, to get confident, to break past your self-limiting beliefs and truly, honestly invest in yourself and your future because you can do it. I love you. I think you're amazing. You're powerful. You are confident. You are strong. Be you, boss lady. And I'll talk with you soon.